It's the penultimate round of the European season before the whole MotoGP paddock heads off to the Far East for the flyaway races. But this week will also be the final round of the FIM NL Moto E World Championship. I'm Neil Morrison and I'm joined today by my colleague David Emmett and as well by the two Crypto Data RNF Moto E team riders, Andrea Mantovani and Mika Perez. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the RNF Unlocked podcast series. Now, first of all, welcome gentlemen. How are you today, Mika? Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice to, to, to be here at the, at the last round in, in Misano. Uh, today has been a bit more busy for us because we have three sessions of testing. But yeah, we are getting the confidence, so it's, it's been a good day. Absolutely. And uh, hello, uh, Andrea. Welcome to the, the RNF Unlocked uh, podcast series. Uh, great to have you on the show. How, how, are, how are things? I'm very happy because this is my home. This is my home GP and uh, this circuit uh, is, is fantastic for me. The people are fantastic. And uh, tomorrow I'll try to, <laughs> to do the pole position. Okay. And uh, today there is a test. Uh, I try a new a new tire, and the finish of uh, the day um, speak me my opinion at the Michelin uh, for this tire. Okay, excellent. Yeah, Michelin looking to test maybe some things for next year. Mm, I yes. think with the tires today, mm. guys. This is obviously the the last uh, round of the 2023 Moto E World Championship. It's been a, a crazy year with a lot of drama. Um, very interesting. Some great results from both of you guys as well. I'd just like to ask you both how the season has been for you in generally. Um, Mika, I mean, uh, can you tell us a little about your first ever season in Moto E? Yeah, it's it's been difficult. It's been tricky for me. Uh, I came from uh, one and a half years without riding, like competing in uh, in races. So it's been difficult to get the speed again, uh, especially with this uh, Moto E bike that is uh, really difficult to to ride compared to to the small bikes I was used to ride before, like the 300. Uh, so I have a lot of. Uh, Things that I learned from 300 that here is just really bad to, to ride these bikes. So for me uh, to change that, it's been really difficult because I have been just six years uh, riding 300. So yeah, so um, we were um, making steps every time. Uh, I remember in Barcelona we were uh, like a long way in the in the test in the first test in ride. And we were closing the gap with the with the top guys. Where we we started to 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 be more in in in, in higher positions, uh, especially in Austria. I think uh, that was my best race in in dry, uh, recovering from 15 to to eight. Um, it was it was good. Uh, also in 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 wet conditions, we we could be competitive. Also in Mugello and Silverstone, we could do uh, three good races inside the top ten. But uh, you know, I'm not happy about the about the season because we struggled a lot. Also in qualifying, we were like too far. Uh, also, uh, in Saturday we always make a, a step because uh, we don't have a lot of time to ride on on Friday. You know, but it's not enough. Do you know to catch the 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 the, the top guys? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I need to uh, still to to adjust some riding stuff. And yeah, it's not. It has been difficult, but uh, we want here to to finish the season in in a good in a good shape. We're going to talk a little bit about the history of your guys' careers bef 
or a little bit later, but Andrea, for you, your season so far has been uh, an excellent one. You've won a race in Mugello. You won a race last weekend in Barcelona. Very exciting style as well. I mean, it's been, it's been pretty impressive, no? Oh, for me, this, is, uh, this, this year is fantastic uh, season because uh, I, I win uh, many races. But uh, this category is fantastic because uh, in the start of the season, all riders start uh, with the same uh, motorbike, okay? And uh, if you adapt at this bike, okay, you, uh, you do better, 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 uh, you improve, okay? Uh, if uh, you not adapt, uh, it's a complicated, okay? Yeah, really complicated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you. But um, it's important um, to me this because uh, um, I, I, the, my possibility is uh, to see at all people my, my quality, okay? And um, in the normally championship with a normal bike, uh, is not, not this because it's not possible this because uh, there is a many many company okay yeah. and uh, if you have a best company okay it's possible to do a results <laughs> if you don't have a, a so this is much more of a riders championship so it's just down to the rider because you're all on the same motorbike it's the rider uh, crew chief, you get the Rebet set up, you, you prepare everything right, you understand a new race, and if you're good, you win, yeah? yeah yes, yes, yes. Uh, this, is this is fantastic, and uh, for me, this uh, season is excellent, and uh, I, I hope to finish uh, very well. Um, you, obviously, you raced last year, so you came off the Energica, and you're now on the Ducati. Uh, are they two different... It's a, it's a completely different uh, motorbike, but for me it's a fantastic Energica, it's a fantastic Ducati because the bike is the same. Mm. And uh, the last uh, the last year I I I was do the the wheel card yeah, yeah. in the, in, in Mugello, no, the first in Le Mans. I do. I I was do the best time uh, of the weekend. Yeah. And uh, I go to Mugello and uh, immediately put the podium. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's incredible. Okay, because uh, the bike is the same. Okay? Yeah. And uh, this is for me very very important because uh, arrive uh, I arrive for many many years. Uh, where uh, the bike in the normal championship, in the Italian championship, is uh, completely different. Yeah. And uh, if if you don't uh, have a Ducati, it's yeah. not possible to stay yeah. in the okay in the top. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's very difficult. Okay. Yeah. But um, now is a fantastic possibility for me, and uh, I hope. Uh, to do uh, another year. Yeah. And another step. Another step in, the, in this category. Absolutely. 
guys, I would like to talk maybe just about your careers, your lives before you came into the, uh, the Crypto Data RNF team for mm -hmm. the MotoB World Championship this year. I mean, Mika, you talked a little about your extensive experience in the Supersport 300 class. You had uh, a lot of success mm -hmm. in that category. Mm -hmm. And then you weren't racing basically for a year and a half, but you've been able to do some extracurricular activities in that time. You've been studying and uh, doing some work yeah, as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Can you tell us a little can, bit about I can start from the beginning if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so I started with five years old. No, okay. Uh, yeah, but basically from maybe 2013, I was riding Honda 250. That is quite similar from the Honda 500 that I was riding in ju Junior Cup mm -hmm. from 20, no, 2014. Then we made uh, a step with the bikes in the Junior Cup. It was 650, that it was more powerful. So I, I won the European Championship in 2016. So I think I was prepared to go to the World Supersport directly because it was more close with the power and everything than 300. But, uh, you know, uh, when you won the championship and uh, you, you need to, to bring some money to go to World Supersport, so it was not possible for the team. So we, we made uh, Supersport 300. And I, I have been uh, doing that category during uh, four years, uh, from 2017 to 2020. That, yeah, it was uh, good for my... For my racing career because uh, I've been able to be uh, world championship runner-up and uh, won three races, uh, do more than 10 podiums, five pole positions. But yeah, uh, the, the problem uh, was later that if you try to go to the 600, I was I was riding some, some races in the FIM, in the, in the Moto2 category, but in a stock. I was able to do some podiums, but uh, after an uh, uh, injury that I had in, in Barcelona, um, I, I, I had uh, an injury here on, the, on my finger, so mm. I was like three months out. And yeah, after that, I, uh, we talked with the team and it was better to just, uh, because it was just one race left, uh, so we just uh, separate. And then in 2022, I didn't have, uh, I, I get some offers from 600, also from 300, but uh, you know, uh, here the economical situation in, in the motorcycle racing is the, is the key. So I was not able to, to, to pay that, that amount of, of, of money. So I decided just to be training focus, also doing uh, studying. And, and yeah, I was just uh, waiting for someone to, to call and at the end of 2022 I decided to stop. I decided, okay, that's, uh, I'm, I'm just tired of, of, of waiting and our opportunity, of course I was training and riding, but it's not the same. Mm -hmm. uh, if you come here, there are 20 guys that are really fast, so you just go fast also, but yeah. if you train yourself, it's, it's different. So yeah, I had that opportunity uh, in, uh, after, after I put the message that I was going to stop. I had the opportunity uh, of, of being here at MotoE, that I'm so, so proud to, to be here. And yeah, that's a little bit the, the, my, my racing career so far. And yeah, I think uh, too, many races, too many races and years in 300, because now if you try to go in a powerful bike, you're just used to another thing, so it's just, you have to change your mind and sometimes with less than 45 minutes on Friday and then races, 
sometimes it's not, it's not enough to, to do it. So it's really difficult to adapt because, first of all, you're coming from a bike which is much smaller, much lighter, much less power, very, very different riding style. And then you're on a bike which is maybe 100 kilos heavier and a lot more powerful, a lot more torque. Especially the yeah the, the, the power and the and the weight uh, you know 300 you arrive you you just close the throttle touch a little bit in yeah here you have to brake 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 just inside of the corner yeah. and then pick up the bike full gas and yeah yeah it's easy to tell you know <laughs> I, 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 I can do it now yeah, that's yeah, fine yeah. you've explained it to me yeah yeah I, I, <laughs> I, I, in my head I'm doing it but yeah. you know the other guys they do like better and, and they, they they are they are faster at the moment and yeah, it's difficult to to change because all the things you have in your head mm. is just the other way so yeah to change that you need a little bit more time but uh, yeah we are making steps every time but uh, for me, it's not it's not enough because I, I feel I can go up faster, but sometimes yeah, uh, you have to change a lot of things. Also, new tracks for me. I have never been in the MotoGP paddock. I was in Superbike just a few circuits, and also you know 300. You arrive some corners is full here, not possible to do full, <laughs> so you have one corner more. So yeah, so that's that that's the problem that I, I'm having this this year. Okay, yeah, Andrea. A little bit about uh, about your career. You obviously, um, had some great success in the Italian CIV Championship before, and um, yeah, before you came to Modoin, you did those uh, those rides last year where you caught our attention with the podium in Mugello. But can you tell us a little bit about before Modoin? Uh, before Modoin or all my career? No, before Modoin. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> because I, I was looking at your, okay. your I start, uh, I start, I start uh, my career at uh, 11 years old with uh, a little bike in a, in Italian speak mini moto, mm -hmm. okay, in the Italian championship. Uh, but uh, the problem uh, is my. <laughs> oh, I am very too tall, too tall, too tall. Uh, in this moment, the Aprilia uh, do a um, um, junior GP. Junior GP, yeah. it's a a, um, a championship. Uh, when uh, the rider have a possibility to go with uh, the. Um, Grandi, how is it? Grandi ruote. Oh, oh, big, big, big wheels. Big, big wheels. wheels. Yeah. With the big wheels, and uh, okay, I do the the selection. Yeah. And uh, okay, yeah, and it's good. Uh, go come in and uh, do the the champion. I I start uh, very very well and uh, improve uh, race so. Race and uh, the the Aprilia uh, look me and yeah. um, and um, do me the no do me the possibility if, if you know to, the possibility. if you know the possibility to to go in uh, one hundred twenty five yeah. GP, GP and uh, I do the Italian GP. I arrive uh, free in, in the in the championship, but I don't have money to go yeah. in the world championship. I change the co the category, 
and uh, I do um, three years uh, of 600 uh, super sport. And the last year I arrived uh, four in the championship and the first uh, under 21. When the a young uh, prom is okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all um, all door is closed because uh, you don't if you don't have money. Yeah. Uh, there isn't a possibility. Okay. Uh, if you uh, if you um, be a talent. Not important. It's important uh, your money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, okay, I I go in a superbike. I I do many many years in uh, in superbike with uh, BMW. But uh, with BMW it's not possible to to be competitive, and uh, I decide to the finish at the finish of the season finish the championship okay and go to to work yeah <laughs> but in the free practice i know vince vincenzo vince yeah. 64 and he's a fantastic person that um, for uh, i don't know <laughs> for uh, sympathia, uh, for uh, sympathia. Sympathy. Yeah, yeah that, that he uh, let you ride the le, for le, his team. Yeah, no? for, uh, for his team. Okay, come in, um, come in with uh, with me. I, I, it's possible to to do the race with uh, Ducati. <laughs> and when uh, I change uh, <laughs> the motorbike, okay, arrived uh, many many results. Yeah. Okay. I arrive uh, this opportunity of uh, wheel card mm. and uh, <laughs> the door open, okay? Yes. And um, okay, this year I do the, the Moto E and uh, the 600 Super Sport, but uh, now I finish because uh, uh, with the team uh, the results is not very, very well. And uh, I decided to 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 continue in Moto E yeah. and uh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I guess some of our listeners would be interested to know what a Moto E bike is like to ride. I mean, when you are riding in the practice sessions, mm. can you make big changes to the the bike setup, or you have a, a small window to make changes uh, to feel more comfortable? I mean. Mika, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, we have some electronic changes that we can do. Uh, we have three maps of traction control. Uh, we have three maps of ride by wheel, that is the demand of the throttle. And we have three maps of um, engine brake. Uh, but normally, we on the, on the first test, we were trying uh, every time we go on the track, one different, okay, this, that. But now I think we everyone drives with the with the same, mm -hmm. and with the setting, yeah, you can change a, a little bit, but there's mm, nothing uh, like really big or huge that you can do. It's just uh, the 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 fork, the the um, the springs, yeah. uh, the balance. Uh, there's nothing 
like uh, I said. So, so like, you're only doing small changes small. With, with the weight, with the with the forks, with the uh, with the shock, and then just so it works at a particular circuit. Hmm. But so. we don't change like the bike too much because mm. there's nothing. Yeah, that you you cannot have room to to change a lot of a lot of things. And uh, I mean, with just uh, a few minutes, it's more like yeah. the rider that goes faster. Not it's a compromise, you know. But no, you cannot make an, uh, uh, big changes on the on the weekend. A, a question for both of you, because the one thing for a lot of people is for the race, you have the sighting lap, and then you go straight for the start. There's no warm up lap. That's such a big intense change because you're sitting there and then it's just <laughs> how is that no 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 it's uh, it's um, for me it's normal no no, no there isn't a problem because uh, i i think okay is this for me this is for me and this is for you and uh, all right then okay yeah and um, Go and go. Uh, it's important to to do the the confidence yes. at the at the bike at the tire the first lap, but it's not easy because uh, <laughs> many many times <laughs> close the front yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, it's not easy. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's important to adapt. Okay, yeah. it's. Uh, and uh, for uh, this bike, it's not important uh, to, to, to change. You, in the test, you prove a good setup, yeah. and uh, you change uh, a little thing, but uh, the electronic, it, there isn't uh, many, many possibilities, yeah. but free possibility of traction control, free poss possibility of uh, power, yeah. uh, of uh, anti-wheel, yeah. Uh, and uh, okay, you prove the best. Okay, stay in this position. Perfect. You change uh, a click, yeah. click, click. But okay, <laughs> go. Yeah. I guess one thing is you have uh, a guy like Ramon Forcada working with you in the RNF uh, team this year. A guy who has so much experience. Can you tell us a little bit what it's like to work with Ramon? Yeah, I think he can tell me uh, better than me because he is his crew chief. Mm -hmm. He works with him, just with him, and I have another crew chief, so he can explain better. <laughs> no, Ramon is a fantastic person. Um, have, uh, Ramon uh, have uh, won uh, many, many yeah. championships and arrived with Andrea Mantovani. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, Ramon is very humble yeah. and uh, there isn't a problem. And um, okay, look the data, but. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, it's a person very, very easy, okay? It's a very easy, <laughs> you look, the, the Ramon changed the, the, the tire, okay? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's fantastic, okay? And uh, it's an incredible opportunity to work uh, with you because he's uh, uh, a very good person. 
can you tell us a little bit about the style of racing the Moto E? We watch it on television and it's always very short, but very intense. Is it more aggressive, uh, the same level of aggression as, as kind of other categories that you've raced in? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, what you talk about, the, the start and the warm-up lap, uh, for me, has been difficult because you go outside with the echo lap, yeah. So you cannot go faster than 120, yeah. then you stop, okay, mechanics, umbrella, my father, okay, they go, and you, the first lap you do in all the day, like full, is the first lap. Mm -hmm. And also you, you stay in like one minute without uh, the, the tire warmers, and uh, so the first lap is a bit uh, tricky. So yeah, in seven laps, uh, people go crazy on the on the first. Uh, me too. I mean, uh, <laughs> you don't have time to to lose. You know, if yeah. if you can uh, recover three, four, five positions later, it's difficult uh, because of this bike, of the weight. Uh, it's difficult uh, later to to overcome or to come back. So I think yeah, it's important to 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 do a great start and the one and the first lap. Because, uh, I mean, for me, it has been difficult to overtake because if you miss just a little bit, it's difficult to stop the bike with, with that weight. So, yeah, I think the, the, the people is aggressive every time. If it's lap one, two, three, doesn't matter. They will try to overtake. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's really similar from the 300. Yeah. That is also uh, uh, racing really close and they are overtaking every time. Uh, so yeah, I, I was used to that. So yeah, for, for me uh, to go the first lap to try to recover is no problem. <laughs> Especially me that I am on the back, so I have to recover. So you have to recover more, yeah. <laughs> Him, I don't know. <laughs> um, yes, uh, for, for me it's uh, okay. It's uh, difficult to overtake. But, but um, you, it's important to trove just a compromise, okay? Yeah. To break later and have, uh, have a little space yeah. for, uh, okay, it's, uh, this overtake is good. <laughs> because it's possible to, to yes. okay, to, to create. To it's really, it's, it's really easy just to yeah. miss a little bit yes. and you can't stop. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. boom. Because so, the bikes are so heavy, it, if yeah. you miss a bit, it goes. But it goes, yeah. You have a lot of more weight to, <laughs> yeah. to, to break, you know? But uh, energetic is more heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little Harley Davidson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. And uh, I, uh, I look the the AMA in, uh, in America yeah, yeah, with yeah. Harley Davidson. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. it's good. It's good uh, <laughs> drive. It's similar Moto E. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And there isn't a problem. Yeah. Very nice. Guys, can we expect to see you both in Moto E next year? Have you any plans for 2024 yet? Will, will you still be in the championship? I, I hope to stay in Moto E for this moment. And uh, okay, there is, uh, if there is a possibility uh, of do other championship, okay, but uh, two world championship, no. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Uh, Arrive now, 
I'm very tired. Yeah. I'm very, it's not possible. Yeah. And many, many, many races and no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, for me, it would be a dream to, to do another year because uh, I think uh, I did a good progression during the year, and especially on the second year, uh, my progression can, can be even better but i don't have nothing nothing signed and yeah we have to to wait from some proposals so yeah i, I hope to to stay and uh, i don't have the same mentality from andrea because i have been like without riding a lot of times so uh, i You've would like also to to do another championship because yeah this year just uh, eight uh, eight weekends with yeah. maximum 30 laps per weekend it's not, it's not enough to get the, the, yeah. the speed. You've got some catching up to do. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of races. You've got a year extra you've got to fit in somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. to ride big bikes, you know, a uh, thousand. Uh, yeah, I, I think it would be good for me. Not this year, you go to Jerez, it's wet, wet, yeah. wet, wet. You go to Barcelona, first test, okay. Then pff, Le Mans, you, yeah. It's, yeah. it's really difficult. New track every yeah. time. And yeah, you have pressure, so it, it makes everything more more difficult. Just one final question, guys. If we come to Misano, the final round of this year's World Championship, I think three riders have a realistic chance to win the World Championship. Mattia Cassidy, Jordi Torres, Matteo Ferrari. Andrea, who's going to win the World Championship, do you think? <laughs> uh, the best. <laughs> the best. The fastest. But uh, who is the best? I don't know, <laughs> but uh, one thing: if Andrea have a possibility to to stay in the in the podium or to win, <laughs> Andrea <laughs> fight a lot, yeah. a lot, and not have a. There isn't a problem, okay? Okay, <laughs> Torres is Spanish, good. Uh, Matteo is Italian, good. Mattia uh, Italian, good, but there isn't a difference. I want to... It's, a, it, it's who, who finishes second behind Andrea Montovan. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. Just like we saw in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Mika, yeah. do you think uh, any rider in particular? I mean, um, Mattia Casadeo is a, a good advantage, but... Yeah, I think uh, Jordi at the beginning of the season, especially the first races, was the, the fastest and the most regular. Then Ferrari, like uh, mid-season, uh, like he's always on the, I mean, in the practice too, he's always first, 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 and I think he was the fastest, but he, he had some crashes that uh, that compromised a little bit the, the championship. Mm. And Cassaday, he was uh, at the beginning a bit more, uh, uh, like in four, fifth, sixth, but he, he get the speed uh, now and he's in uh, good shape. So I think on the on the on the last races he has won I think three or like that. So I think with the with this shape uh, he's going to he's going to win. Yeah, Matias going to win. Okay, right. Well, it should be a really interesting final round of the season, uh, guys. It was a pleasure to speak uh, to both you, Andrea, and to you, Mika, uh, and to have you with us on the show today. Thanks very much for joining us. We wish you all the best for these final two races of the year, and hope for maybe another podium this weekend. Uh, until then, join us in the next episode of RNF Unlocked, as we'll be heading to India for the first MotoGP race there this season. And don't forget to comment for more interesting topics that you would like to hear in the comment section below.